0: Hi, I'm Desiree holmes Sharini. Welcome to Intuitive Journey with Desiree. And today I am delighted to have as my guest, Michelle Henderson. And I'm just going to uh, read from her uh, brief bio here before we actually get to talk to her. Michelle uh, has a master's in education, worked in education as a teacher, educational diagnostician and behavior analyst for 30 years. In 2021, Michelle became a certified spiritual advisor with psychic and medium certificates through the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development. With the knowledge she obtained through her lifelong work with children, she became passionate about helping intuitive children embrace their gifts. Michelle also shares her innovative ideas with other light workers, giving them direction about supporting families of intuitive children. Her book, Spiritual Nurturing for Intuitive Children, Training Parents to Embrace and Enhance Their Psychic Child's Abilities, was published on January 5th, 2022. So that's exciting. Welcome, Michelle. I'm glad
1: you're here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited about our conversation. And
0: and we were talking just before coming on about weather and allergies. (laughs) (laughs) And you said you're in Dallas. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Uh, Yes.
0: so I was telling her that, that she was saying she's had the allergies too. And I pointed out that her weather just blows right up to here where I am in Washington, DC. So if um, either of us are clearing our throat a bit, um, <laughs> it's just springtime.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I guess, I guess where I'm located, I get to suffer first and yeah. then I just send it your way. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Now send the light. Now send the light. That's right. <laughs> the clearing Absolutely. Light. So um, we're just going to have a conversation and uh, I'll start with, your um, own background. So tell us, you know, you you went into education first. You you're, did you always want to be a teacher? Was that like your
1: <laughs> There's a story no, I, there. Uh, the re- the reason why I la- laugh is cuz growing up I always wanted to be a psychologist. And um, I was in college and I just happened to take it. It's so interesting that we we are both in the art realm and I took an art class mm-hmm. of how to teach children art you know, the methods and the strategies. And I just fell in love with teaching at that point. I thought, oh, I have to go into it. So that kind of put me on the correct pathway of education.
0: Okay. So art was your catalyst. And do you do art
1: yourself still? Well, yes. And and like a, <laughs> um, I do art and it's whenever I do, I love to use the color. And I know that I'm not a trained artist because I did not go to school for it, but I take classes here and there and um, also use it whenever I do a psychic and mediumship reading. Sometimes I'll integrate the art. Very cool. Okay. So you, you ended
0: up with, um, you know, your degree for education and you taught for how many years?
1: Um, Well, I actually taught for (laughs) seven and then I was an educational diagnostician for gosh, about 18 years. And what what does a diagnostician do? Okay, so in Texas, uh, what we have instead of a a psychologist doing all of the uh, special ed testing Mm -hmm. for special needs children. So what I do is I do IEP meetings and I do evaluations. And so to see if the child uh, child will um, be diagnosed with something so that they can receive special ed services.
0: Okay, so... It, you know, that led you, it, you know, when you talk about special needs kids, wow. um, it seems like a lot of times, and I don't know if this has been, um, you know, actually studied and put on a graph or something, but it seems like a lot of times special needs children do seem to be a little more spiritually in touch.
1: Did you discover that? Absolutely. And I, and I love how you put that because they are very spiritually. And I think um, a lot of people, we have, you know, an angel team. And I think with special needs children, they really do have an angel team on their side. And, um, and they just teach us so much about love. And whenever I w- was working with children with autism, I just knew as a behavior analyst, I just knew what kind of program that they needed. And whenever they would have meltdowns, I just I would be able to calm them down. And then when I was doing research, I went, oh my gosh, that's exactly what was happening was telepathically. We were talking to each other. And I didn't even realize that's what it was. It was almost energy to energy. And then I just knew what they were needing and uh doing some research they're coming out and saying yes some children um under the autism spectrum disorder may be if they're nonverbal, may be able to communicate through telepathically that's pretty cool
0: and yeah. you know it's one of those things that we might have a sense of like i you know was saying that there seems to be a, a sense of that um but now it's always nice when science Science. <laughs> <laughs> what people will say? Oh, okay. Now I believe it because it's on a piece of paper. something Oh, right. Yeah, you know, right. Um, yes. So, did you personally, before, kind of come into that realization, working with kids and kind of realizing I'm psychically, con- you know, connecting? Before that, did in your lifetime, did you have um, stronger intuition, any psychic things that happened, or was it something that just came up as, as you know, you were working with people like you you had your aha or was it always there
1: oh no um it actually started when, when I was younger you know I could always feel the different kind of energies and in, in different environments mm-hmm. and I was an empath I felt everybody's emotions I was a very sensitive child i you know constantly crying all the time <laughs> because I was picking up people's different emotions uh-huh. Um, but living in Texas, especially the Bible Belt of Texas, um, it was not heard of or you didn't want to talk about. You yeah. know, if you had the psychic abilities or if you knew, you know, someone was coming to communicate with you, you yeah. didn't, you know, that was kind you of an have, evil a demon. Thing. And so I really did not uh, tune into it until my twenties. And then it was like my spiritual awakening just happened and it got stronger and stronger. And so I really used it on an everyday basis whenever I was working with the children and their families.
0: Okay. And that's what led you into, um, like wanting to be an advocate for, you know, intuitive children, right?
1: Uh, absolutely. It, but yeah, step by step, but I really did not come out of the closet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> of That's a psychic, it is. Yeah, of a psychic medium until 2019. Mm-hmm. So right before COVID shut everything down. And, you know, it was just the perfect timing. And yeah. once I came out that way, then yes, I became a strong advocate for children with psychic abilities because I had met so many people in the profession, uh, that were practicing as psychic mediums. And they said, yeah, I went through the exact same thing. My parents shut me down, Mm -hmm. my family, they were so afraid of it. They didn't know what to do. And so that just kind of sparked my interest. And since I had worked with so many children and been an advocate anyway, I thought, you know what, I think spirit, I think God is bringing me another challenge in my life Mm -hmm. (laughs) to become an advocate for these Kids, and I think that's what's
0: frustrating about um, to me about organized religion. Um, <clears throat> rather than actually seeing what the words were from the source, you know, um, people are listening to the words from the organizers. That you know, and 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 there's a fear-based thing that um, that's the you know, your tarot cards are the vehicle of the devil. And I actually had a conversation um, with a very Christian um, client of mine the other day who likes the uh, tarot, but then he's like, but maybe I'm going against God. And I, you know, so we had the conversation. I said, well, the way I, I see the tarot is it's not trying to control. It's not trying to manipulate it's, I see it as a vehicle, um, a mess, a way to communicate with God, the universe source, I find it as a vehicle for communication because sometimes we do feel lost. Sometimes we we just stand there and we're like, I don't know, I don't know. So we look for signs. Some people go and you might hear a sermon and it's exactly the sermon that you needed to hear. Some people will pick up their Bible and you find in there, you know, like just, and you're like, read that. And it's like, wow, this message was meant to come to me right now. I personally see the tarot as a vehicle in that same way that like, what do I need to know? What's my best line of action? What should I be wary? You know, you know
1: what I'm saying? Um, That is a great way to explain it. I mean, I have never, I've never heard that explanation before. And I think you are so right. I think that is the perfect way to put it.
0: And and, you know that, that, and I can always pull in that God, God works in mysterious ways, you Mm -hmm. know, And, and he will find the best way to reach you at the time some people just have an epiphany. Some people just know some people need a little help getting there. So, um, yeah, so use that one.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And just like you said, whenever, you know, you do go to church and a minister to me, like what you said, I think they channel, you know, they're channeling into, you know, the divine and to God and to the spirit realm. And so what is the difference? Yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, right. um, so I totally agree with you. And, and, you know, they use the Bible as a tool, you know, like you said, when you need a message, and I've done that several times where I hold the Bible up and I go, Oh, please get, yeah. <laughs> give me some direction, you know, so I yes, I love that.
0: Yeah. And, and which page you open it up? Find, find, where your finger lands and you think how does this apply right now? Um and so so like I said, you could you could pick up, you know, um farmer's almanac, I guess, and <laughs> maybe try That's the right. same. But the Bible might have more <laughs> in-depth yes. stuff. Well, and <clears throat> So I don't see, you know, this is the problem like you're talking about coming out is like you have to come out of the closet. You have to hide it from certain people because they don't you know, they, they have a, a block to seeing it with the open-mindedness that might be beneficial to everybody. And, um, and if we could all understand that it's, you know, these skills, everybody has them. Yes. Everybody has them. And some people shut them down or don't want to hear it. Or mm-hmm. they're like, it's like, no, I'm not supposed to do that. And it's all about translation. My mother was psychic and she was afraid of it but it would come to her. She couldn't help, but she'd still go tell people stuff. Um, she'd still blurt out with something and we'd be like, Oh yeah, mom. And then I'd say, mom, why don't you hone this? Why don't you learn how to, how to harness this and use it? No, 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 no. I'm scared, but it was there. So I say, embrace it. Right. Um, Absolutely. Which is what you and I have done. It's like, embrace it. But, um, so are you still working in the school system? How, how did that go? Uh, or are you open with it there? Because I know we all have our different hats and, you know, you can't go in there with your purple scarves and your tarot
1: cards. <laughs> my woo-woo-ness, right? <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> wizard hat. <laughs> um, you know, actually, it was very interesting because whenever I did come out, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. I had a lot of church members that found out and they go, oh, how cool is that? I want a, I want a reading. Oh, awesome. And so, but yes, I still work. I'm working part-time right now for the school district because they are so, such a of employees, <laughs> yeah. um, but, and there are a couple of people in the school system who know I do this, but I don't do it in an everyday conversation. Like you said, it, it's almost like, you know, we don't talk religion at school. Right. Yeah. So it's almost basically the same thing because it's a part of my religion, my spirituality. So I don't really talk about it unless they ask me about it. And then, of course, I'll, you know, tell them anything they want to know. <laughs> yeah. So, But it's very interesting because your mother now, did she ever accept
0: it? Um, it was like sort of a yes and no. She accepted that she had this. And then if sometimes she would just feel drawn to go warn somebody about something like In a party situation or something, she'd look and she says, Her husband's cheating on her. I'm like, Mom, you know, and she'd say, That man you're seeing is no good. Of course, it was usually after a few drinks, you know, I cough. And um, I mean, but she would know things. She would just know things. There's no way she could know. As a child, she had, um, well, yeah, (laughs) here's a little story here. Um, I think it scared her because along with part of what I also believe is that we have the power of intention Mm -hmm. Um, you know and um, so you know who knows if it was just coincidence but um, when she was a little girl someone told a lie about her uh, this maid that worked in her house had told a lie about her and she got badly punished for what she did not do and she was like what, seven years old. And she was so angry at the woman and she said, I wish she would die. I wish she would die. And the woman got hit by a car and died a few days later. Mm. So I think that probably set her on that fear of, of having any sort of power or any sort of, you know, that would scare me too. <laughs> it has right. a going, oh shoot. That worked, you know? Um, <laughs> yes, but, um, yes. yeah, kind of, kind of, a. a, a you know, interesting story there. So I think that set up her fear that there was a negative attachment with this, mm, whatever uh, thing she had going on. So wow. for, for me, growing up, knowing she had this, when I, you know, would get my stuff, I thought, well, I'm going to take it the right direction. You good. Know? Yeah. Good, <laughs> so good, good. About, you know, we talk about light workers. you know, right? So we have a choice, Right. We have a choice if we know we have, uh, you know, um, not like I said, everybody's got it. But if it's ter- if the light switch gets turned on for us, everybody's got that choice. And so that's where this term, you know, light workers comes from that we use it for good or yes. we you know, direct it toward helping. And so I want to know more about what you do with your light worker abilities. You talk about working with children and with other people and teaching them. So, so what are some of the things you're doing?
1: Okay, so um, I have a family service. So if, um, if I just had one recently, who was a teenager, and she just did not, she didn't really have anyone to talk about uh, her situation to and her mom was very supportive, very, very supportive. So I said, why don't we go on a discovery call to see if you need any of my services, and to see if I can help you in any way. Mm -hmm. And all this girl was needing was just someone to talk to. And she didn't know how to really work with her energy. So I gave her some exercises and we did a demonstration on Zoom, actually. We worked with our energy. So just that little bit of information really helped. So I am hoping that I help more families you know, know how to do these exercises and have someone to talk to. Um, I am actually offering a workshop for uh, teenagers. And and uh, the reason why yeah. I say teenagers first is because, you know, I'll be able to work with them because a lot of times they don't want to work with mom and dad.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, it, as good as mom and dad can be, there's always that resistance, you know?
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I'm offering a six-week workshop for uh, kids who, who can actually get together on Zoom. And have that supportive community and then do some exercises and just uh, really talk about it, how they can embrace it.
0: So these are all kids that are um, having the experience of this right. extra intuition. They're, they're like my mom. Like yes, she could use exactly.
1: She exactly. Could use and, yeah. And most of them are empaths. Mm-hmm. You know, again, they can feel everybody's emotions. And so they get that anxiety from it. Because I cannot pinpoint, is that my emotion or is that somebody else's emotion? Now you'll, you will have the instance as well as they have people visiting them, you know, spirit or loved ones or just spirit coming in and they don't know who it is. And then sometimes they just don't want to talk to that spirit at that time. So just to give them, you are, you are the one that's in control. Right. You can tell spirit, I do not want to talk right now. Just like if you don't want to go to someone's house and and play, you know, have playtime or whatever, you can say, no, I am right. done for the day. And so just those little bit of knowledge will really help them. And, and you know, one of the things that um they
0: talk a lot about um, you know, during trainings, like you and I have both had different arenas, yeah. is um because you know, when someone is Spiritually open. A lot of times, you're also vulnerable, like the empaths, mm-hmm. and there might be these free-floating whoever's that might want to just drop in and and hang out that maybe don't belong in your energetic circles. You know, so there's the protective stuff. Do you teach them, you know, uh, how? Like you say, I don't want you here. That
1: yes. To just, yeah. To just and uh, that yes, and that's a part of being in control. Mm -hmm. And no, because once you give them those tools of how to protect themselves, and of course, you know, there's so many different exercises that they can do and visualize and everything um, that gives them, hey, I'm not afraid of this, I'm not going to be fearful of it, and it, it just like anything else. You know, that you learn like riding a bicycle, sometimes it takes step by step and the Mm -hmm. skills that you have to learn how to do it. It's the same thing with, you know, psychic and uh, intuitive abilities. So you just need to know how to control them. It's almost like, I always laugh. It's almost like being a superhero. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? When you watch the Avengers Uh (laughs) and they have to learn how to control their power. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like you said, everybody has that intuitiveness, but you've got to learn how to use it in your Mm -hmm. life because everybody does it differently.
0: Yeah, it's true. And everybody has a different level of it. And sometimes it comes and goes, you know, there are just episodes sometimes where it just starts happening. I kind of had that in 2019. Mm -hmm. where you know I've always had like you know I've had some weird stuff happen in the past I've always had a little bit of something inherited from my mom but in 2019 I just started knowing things Uh, and my mom also passed in 2019 and you know she communicated with me after her death um, Mm -hmm. told me things you know uh, and and then and other people before she died and I was like so 2019 must've been the year, right? Maybe, what do, you th- what do you think about, like a lot of people talk about um, the shifting, um, like age of Aquarius and, you know, and, and, you know, the woo-woo community will say, oh, this is the, you know, people are waking up, not woke, but waking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you no, know, I gotcha. <laughs> people
0: are waking up and, and there are more and more people that seem to, who, who are just open to, This and or are having these experiences. And, and you would know working with kids and stuff that are you, do you think you've seen more of that uh, recently than say 10 years ago or five years ago? Do you think? What, well, your own personal experience
1: right now working with the kids, I don't see anything different there because they are so spiritual anyway. Okay. What I really do see it is with adults. And I think with COVID and yes, there definitely was an energy shift. It's <laughs> so interesting talking to everybody. And I think with COVID, I think it slowed everybody down mm. and it made you really think about life and the different perspectives. And I think people are really searching for that spirituality now. You know, they know that there's something more to life than maybe what they had before, because I think we got so busy. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think it really slowed people down. So, yeah. So I think it, I think everybody is kind of shifting this energy and it's a consciousness that we're not, maybe not aware of quite yet, but I think it's actually definitely getting stronger.
0: Yeah, I I think so. And I was always wondering, is it because I have, you know, my group of friends and people I talk to has shifted away, you know, I don't know if it was that, or if it was, you know, universal, I, I do feel like it's more universal, more interest, more, more books, more talks like this, more people that are open to, you know, like, if I tell someone, oh, I'm a you know, hypnotherapist and life coach. And I also do tarot and mediumship and, you know, and they're, they're like, Oh, really? That's cool. A lot of people, I still get the people that like, Oh, really? You know, like, yeah, right. I, um, or a lot of people, even hypnotherapy is pretty mainstream now, you know, I mean, I think, I think it is. But I still get people who I gave a gift certificate to a a fundraising thing for hypnotherapy session, and when the organization sent me a thank you note, it said thank you for the hydrotherapy session, and I'm like (laughs) I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah. that's not what i that's not what i offered
1: <laughs> right right So, um i think there's some misunderstanding in the terminology yeah
0: luckily <laughs> i gave a certificate so it said hypnotherapy yes. not um, <laughs> not hydrotherapy so it is interesting people are shifting um I, I had a question in my mind for you just a second ago but i can't think of it so let's let me ask you about your book so oh, sure
1: okay tell me, tell me about it Oh, my gosh. Well, just like, you know, like what we're talking about, the shifting and everything. When you think about writing a book, it's almost like planting the seed of knowledge for everybody. You know, you just don't know who you're going to affect. So, whenever you know, again, COVID happened. I hate to keep bringing that up, but I I I noticed it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I took a a workshop from Lisa Williams, and I got together in the group, and that really motivated me. Once I got to meet all these, you know, other people who had gone through the same experience, Mm -hmm. I thought oh my gosh, during meditation one time that all of a sudden came to me, you need to write a book to help educate people how to embrace these kids with intuitiveness instead of being afraid of it. Right. And I thought, and so I went, I went on Barnes and Noble, I mean, Barnes and Noble and Amazon looking for books and there really weren't that many of them. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I knew exactly what needed to be in there. It's almost like spirit, the spirit world gave me exactly what needed to be in there. So it was very easy to write. I already had, you know, um, an outline in my head when I needed to have it in there. And because I was a, uh, behavior analyst and I worked with parents, um, at home, like for in-home training to teach them different strategies. Yeah. I thought, you know what, this is just a different step with a different goal in mind, but it is almost like parent training. But I, you know, that's what I had in mind in the very beginning. But the more people that read my book, a lot of people are saying parents can read it and actually integrate these exercises for these kids. So everything that we have learned in the spirit world, how to be a psychic medium, I've taken like crystals, I've taken exercises, meditation, you know, protection and looked at it from how we can teach our children. Because each child, you know, are different developmentally with their ages. So you're not going to like a four-year-old, you're not going to talk about Death, you know. Say, well, ask the spirit how they died. Let's let's, right? (laughs) You know, yeah. That would they'll be going. Oh no, I'm done with this. You know that kind of thing. (laughs) Show them the death card from the (laughs) tarot. Did it look like this? (laughs) Exactly. So so it so uh, so I was really wanting to educate others on how to work with these kids step by step, Mm -hmm. and how to embrace it. How you know, and and not to enforce it. You know, not. To say, okay, you're going to be doing this, you know, and I know a lot of in the community, they're afraid to have a 16 year old do psychic readings. Mm -hmm. And I think about it and I think, you know what, if you have the parents permission and a 16 year old can work at the grocery store. They can work anywhere. Why right. not? You know, because I think they're, they'll be given those clients that they can handle, right. you know, and if it does get too much, they can learn how not to, you know, have those, that situation. Mm-hmm. But a 16 year old can do psychic readings as much as an adult can.
0: Right. And, you know, e- even the youngest children do it naturally. They do. And they don't know what they're doing. Um uh, a friend of mine, fellow hypnotherapist, psychic medium, tells this story about when she was little and um, everybody was at the grandmother's funeral and, you know, everybody was crying and she's like, why, is, why? you know, she was like four or whatever. <laughs> why are you all crying? You know, your grandmama, you know, your grandmother's dead. And she's like, no, she's not. She's right there <laughs> because she could see her spirit, you know, in the physical yes. form right there. She's, no, she's right here.
1: Absolutely.
0: Then, you know, and so we, you know, remember uh, people used to have, like kids had their invisible friends. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. My sister yeah. had a friend ghosty. Oh, you know, because she used to play with this invisible friend. And my parents would say, who are you talking to? She's talking to my friend. And so, well, oh, you know, and it became friend ghosty. Um, and it, so the, the veil is not closed yet on that on that window you know energetic window or even memories of past lives Mm -hmm. you know as we get integrated and assimilated Yes. yes and then past a certain age that you know we're like okay that's not normal that's not okay and i've talked to so many people that had you know events and things that happened when they were young things they knew and and they shut it down on purpose because wow. they didn't want to be the weird one at school, and right. and then, like you said, maybe um, in college or young adult, they started to allow themselves to be themselves again. Right. Um, so I think it's a really neat uh, shift, and I think that's such a cool book that you wrote to help parents because you know, like, instead of shut your kid down, if your kid has mm-hmm. something that you know seems a little like hmm. You know, like, it's not like you have to say, okay, you're going to be a guru.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> but we
0: accept all of you. And if you have these feelings and these, you know, this information come to you or whatever, it's okay. And it's normal. And here's how you manage it.
1: Just like potty training, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, absolutely, and it's and a part of them. And I know whenever, you know, I finally came out as a psychic medium, it was like, I'm showing everybody who I truly am. Everybody knows my authentic self now. So it's so spiritual and, you know, it is a part of everybody. And like you said, everybody has an intuitiveness, but you choose to use it or not.
0: Yeah. Or be afraid of it. And that's what I love about what, like, say you and I do, or, or my podcast is to, you know, provide some information about, you know, what it is, what's going on. So people might go, hmm, yeah, I've had that and it's not weird. Okay. You know, I can learn more about this and, and, you know, use it instead of run away from it. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you about your, um, just out of curiosity, because sure. um, you, you did the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development. And yes. I, read you know, last year, year before when I, you know, decided to harness this Um, I went through the um, Richard Knight Psychic Academy and he's in the UK. So I I think we've been on these like little parallel paths, you know, Um, (laughs) and so and you talked about the community and it's really interesting to have that community, have people to practice with as you're moving forward and all that. Um, so tell me about um, the school that you went to. What was that like? What, what was uh, your experience in there?
1: Oh, it was absolutely, like you said, it, it was a safe environment. And it's almost like, oh, I found my friends, you know, that we all believe in the same thing. So it's a nine month program and we did everything on Zoom and we met twice a week. And so Lisa would, of course, give us exercises that we had to do each week and practice on one another. And she also had a community that we could go out and say, hey, can I practice on you? (laughs) Can you be my guinea pig? (laughs) And, and that is, I mean, it, I, I, what really shocked me and I know it, it, it's so simple, the energy is energy, how you can do readings by zoom. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, I just didn't think that was possible, and I'm I'm that just opened. You know, my I guess I was not thinking outside the box. <laughs> so, yeah. but yes, and then whenever COVID, whenever they lift the restrictions for COVID, we all met at oh um, Lisa Williams Studio or her office, at, outside of Lilydale, and we um, had a three day workshop, and then got tested. Oh, Um, so yeah. So I had to, you know, take, it was very interesting, a written test, which, you know, as a teacher, I'm going, yeah. (laughs) And then I had to uh, read three different people and they score you. Oh, that's fascinating. Cool. Yes. Yeah. And then that's how you get certified through her. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, similar, um, but different with my experience, it was a certain number mine was self uh, pre-recorded self learning, but he's on, um, like two times a week um, mm-hmm. he's he does live um, stuff for an hour with us and then also several different pieces like you know beyond that different times we get together we mm-hmm. all can practice with each other and the certification was like a a written thing mm-hmm. and yeah so that's interesting yeah, and I've really enjoyed it I really yeah. um and it's for those of us that are interested in Using this and pursuing and exercising this, I really appreciated it for providing um, um, what would you call it guideposts. Uh, because he did, you know, all, all these different things, right? And uh, how to, especially the ethics, was yes, to have these like guidelines. It. And now you work with the school system. I have a you know background in a psychology degree, but also as a hypnotherapist, life coach. A lot of that already you know, new from previous trainings, but some people will, you know, um, just like not know the ethics. Right. Oh, right. right.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Um,
0: and so um, like what you say, what you don't say, who you say anything to um, uh, anyway. So it's, it's been very useful.
1: I but totally yeah. agree because a lot of people watch TV and they think, oh, you know, you're going are you going up to somebody in the grocery store and giving them a reading? It's like, okay, yeah. for one, one thing, ethically, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and another thing, it's mainly staged what you see on TV, right? So they have to get permission for the people to even be on the show. So yeah, so a lot of people, and I think you're right, I think it's so important to know Exactly. Because, you know, that person that you're reading for, you have their life in their hand, your hands. And Mm -hmm. I mean, they're listening to everything you're saying.
0: Yeah. And taking it more with more weight than maybe they should. That's why when I'm doing a tarot reading, um, I tell the person, this is as things stand at the moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, um, It could give you some guidance. This could, you know, if, if there's, I say an outcome card is not written in stone. It's a potential outcome that's more likely as things are, as the energies and things are happening right now. If you don't like that outcome card, you know, you can look at, you know, what you're doing. Um, I uh, also am certified in the angel tarot with um, Rodley Valentine. And and so one of the things that he did is he's remade these tarot cards um, into a, I call it a um, kinder friendlier deck Mm -hmm. so he's renamed several of them which i really really appreciate and so now even when i'm reading the writer you know white or something and the death card comes up i'm like no 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 it just means the end of something Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you're going to die it means a situation and the cards around it are going to tell you more so it could be the end of a bad situation you know It, it could be uh you know a change in jobs it could be you know um same thing with the towers transformation that can be a really good thing. And so he calls the tower card transformation and he calls death something else. I forgot, but it doesn't call it death. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. um, So we are just about half an hour in and uh, in my efforts to uh, try to keep my my, um, new episodes
1: more timely. uh, How can people find you? All right. So I always direct people to my website because it basically has all the links on there. Mm -hmm. So it's www.michellehendersonmedium.com.
0: Okay, cool. And that's pretty easy. And these will also be in the details. And so you have anything on there, any of your work?
1: Courses. Yes, I have everything. Right, right okay. offer, and some information. If you are interested in the book and you're not for sure about it, you can always uh, email me, and I'll give you a free chapter. Oh, That's nice.
0: Okay. Is it also available on Amazon or? It is. And the regular. It is. And yes. The, and the title of the book again is. You've got it there, but I. No, you, no, you it's gotta,
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so spiritual nurturing for intuitive children
0: training parents to embrace and enhance their psychic child's abilities, right? (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Michelle, is there anything else that you want to share before we go?
1: Well, I just love to tell everybody um, just to be your unique self. You know, if you do have an intuitive side, don't hide it. Come out of the closet (laughs) and just be yourself and speak your truth.
0: Yep. I agree. And and something I was going to say earlier is, as a hypnotherapist life coach, I I had my very clinical stuff up on my website and I was not talking so much about, you know, that I do past life regressions or life between life, spiritual regressions or tarot or right. And I was like, should I just get a separate website? And then finally I just added all of that on there. And now I have so many clients coming to me because I because of those things. Oh wow! You know that yes. they would, they want to found me right and right. Like, oh, you know so yes. Everybody be who you are, because that opens the door for everyone else to be who they are,
1: right? Absolutely, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so um, one last thing, I'm going to ask you: Do oh, you sure. have anything um, new and exciting that you're
1: looking forward to in the next few years? Oh my goodness, just to see where this leads. Um, I'm actually, you know how you get (laughs) another idea and you're going, I don't know Uh if I want to pursue that or not, but um, I'm actually thinking of opening up a a little shop of some sort to offer, you know, art classes for psychic abilities and just to, and have other psychic mediums come in and do readings in the, in the store.
0: That would be fantastic. Too bad I don't live near. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm close to Dallas uh, airport. Here we go. Next time I have a layover, I'll make it last for a day and I'll come to your new shop. There (laughs) you go. There you go. Okay. It was really nice talking to you, meeting you here, and glad you could share everything with
1: my audience. Well, thank you so much for the great conversation. Thank you. And so I'll stop
0: record now, but I'll say goodbye. And thank you for being here on Intuitive Journey with Desiree. See you next time. Bye.